activate the view screen and turn on your universal translators because it is time for another Galactic Netcast. Brought to you by Audible.com. Get a free audiobook download at audibletrial.com slash galacticnetcasts. Over 100,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. It is Thursday, April 18th, 2013, and time once again for another Galactic Netcast. This is the Sci-Fi Film School number 32. From Waterloo, Iowa, I'm Dave Nelson. Joining me as always, Mr. Matt Stein from Appleton, Wisconsin. How you doing, Matt? I'm good. How are you? Not too bad. What beer are you drinking tonight? Uh, the Dogfather. It's uh, Imperial Stout from Laughing Dog Brewery. I'm probably going to be drunk by the time this is over. It's 11%. Wow. Okay. Yeah, I'd say that you might be a little bit tipsy. <laughs> that might make for a better podcast, though. The only way Anessa can win is by me drinking. Yeah. Uh, sp- chug, 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 chug. No, I'm kidding. Speaking of Anessa, uh, that's Anessa Moines from Denton, Texas. How are you, Anessa? I'm doing good. Doing very good, actually. Yeah. So. So this is the show where we uh, discuss a particular sci-fi movie that we've all watched, review it for you, the listener, and then Matt and Anessa take a quiz at the end of the show to see how much they've learned or remembered from it. And uh, Anessa, it sounds like you have your doubts this week. (laughs) I do have my doubts this week. Um, I watched this movie about two and a half weeks ago. Um, sick and miserable and hopped up on NyQuil. So staying awake was a struggle. I had to pause it a few times to take a nap. (laughs) So I I think the odds would be in Matt's favor this week, but we'll see how it goes. Okay, well, Matt doesn't have the best of record. Nope. So so even on a bad week, you may still win. (laughs) Thanks for that vote of confidence. Um... (laughs) I, I, I doubt that I would, but we'll see. My, my best going with Matt. What do you we'll think? see what happens. What, what do you think, Matt? What, what do you think your odds are? Um, I feel like there is a lot of little things in this movie that you could have picked up on that I may have missed. That made me a little nervous. Um, yeah. But we'll see. I mean, every time you're like, oh, yeah, Matt's going to win, I get my ass handed to me. So <laughs> thanks, guys. <laughs> but, I mean, this is a legit thing. Like, two and a half weeks ago... Woo, loopy on Whatever. Yeah, Let's just, just yeah. play the damn game. All right. So, All right. <laughs> so this Quiet. the movie this week is Death Race 2000. It's a uh, 1975 movie about a dystopian future and a cross-country automobile race that requires contestants to run down innocent pedestrians to gain points that are tallied based on each uh, each of the kills' brutality. And uh, and I have to say the kills were epic in this film. They, really graphic for 75. Yeah. But the blood color wasn't exactly right, I have to say. It was so bright and <laughs> happy. <laughs> Didn't you know that was, blood was brighter in the 70s? Apparently. That was before we started ingesting all of this awful preservative crap, I guess, to oh, darken our blood. You're, you're one of those, aren't you? No. I'm going to eat so many <laughs> damn preservatives, I live forever. That's your goal? No. Um, That's my I, goal. If, if, if anything, it would be like I'm going to eat so many damn preservatives that my body's going to take forever to decompose. 
there's that too. Let me just think I'm going to live forever, all right? All right, so the stars of this movie, uh, David Carradine, I guess that's pre-Kung Fu, I think. Wasn't it David Carradine that was in, in Kung Fu? Yeah, he did Kung Fu, but that was late 70s, right? Okay, yeah. I don't know. I was never much for Kung Fu. Oh, he's Raiden. Sorry, he was in Mortal Kombat. And of course, we all know how David Carradine met his end, right? Yes. Oh, apparently it was early 70s. Okay. October 72 to April 75. So this is post-Kung Fu TV series, David Carradine. Okay. And oh, yes, wait. we all know how he died. <laughs> so we don't have to discuss it. Um, he no. oh, damn it, he wasn't in Mortal Kombat. Oh, I'm sad. <laughs> well, was it one of the Carradines? Because he has a brother, right? David Carradine? Uh... Actually, he's got... What a couple of siblings! No, one of I know his brother uh, was in Dexter. Okay. Wait, what? Yeah, he was um, Dexter's sister's old man boyfriend. That was like the special agent that came to help out for a bit. Oh, wow, Dave, you're gonna be real sad. Uh, it was actually Christopher Lambert that was Raid in, in Mortal Kombat. Oh, I love Christopher Lambert or Lambert. <sighs> yeah, I mean. <laughs> Me too, but that makes me sound like an idiot. No, it's okay. I sound like an idiot all the time. It's okay. Yeah, we all sound Thanks. like idiots. It's okay. Thanks, guys. All right, so uh, also in this movie, uh, Sylvester Stallone, a very young Sly Stallone, who was terrible in this movie. Bad mm-hmm. actor, bad, over-the-top, crazy person. That was his, that was his character. Over-the-top. He's very whiny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> And uh, this is produced by Roger Corman, so you kind of get the level of filmmaking that Roger Corman is known for in Death Race 2000. Roger, you guys know Roger Corman films, right? Um, not by name. I'd have but to look I, it up. I imagine if you said a few, I would know. We watched one on a previous episode, and I forget the name of it, but it was the one that looked like Star Wars. Didn't we do one that was kind of Star Wars-ish? It was, um, God, who's, who was in it? I forget now. Anyways, Roger Corman, known for his cheap uh, special effects, bad, bad acting, bad writing. <laughs> so, Cult classics. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, Galaxy of Terror? Yeah, Galaxy of Terror. Didn't we watch that for uh, Sci-Fi Film School? Uh, not unless I, I was there. I think we did. Okay, maybe I'm thinking of a different oh, show. Than I, I thought we did. Maybe when I'm not around or something. Maybe not. No, we didn't doing do. Sh- no, we didn't do a show without you. Do, doing these shows without me? No, uh. No. We never. Do um. That. Maybe we're I just f- making it up. <laughs> I feel like we should watch this though. This looks amazing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if it's on Netflix. That's what I'm going to look for right now. Okay, well, while you do that, uh, let's, yeah. run, let's run down the stats. Uh, released April 27th, 1975. Death Race 2000 rated R. It runs 80 minutes. It was filmed at various locations all around California. The movie may, was made for about $300,000 and made $5 million at the box office. Roger Corman wanted to make a futuristic action sports film to take advantage of the advanced publicity of Rollerball that was also released in 1975. 
Corman wanted Peter Fonda to play the lead, but he was unavailable, so David Carradine was cast instead. <laughs> it's just another pretty face. We did watch Rollerball for the Sci-Fi Film School. Yes, we did. And this seems very similar, doesn't it, in the way it was had, had the same feeling to it, sort of. Yeah, definitely. Did I see Rollerball? I think that was pre-Anessa. Yeah, I think that would have been pre myself. Yeah. Yeah, because this doesn't look familiar. So. Oh, I don't. I remember. feel cheated. You yeah, that's, much. that's when when uh, Matt was playing the quiz all by himself. The only time I could win. <laughs> he was always a winner. Always. You're a winner in my book, Matt. Shut up. Wow. I don't. I don't. That was that was a compliment, and you told her to shut up. What's the, what's the deal? Because I don't want her charity. He hates me. I know. I hate you with love. <laughs> okay, before we uh, before we get into the film anymore, uh, we would love to know what you thought of this movie if you watched it. Uh, please call our voicemail number. It is 805-328-3966 or email us, galacticnetcasts at gmail.com. 805-328-3966 or galacticnetcasts at gmail.com. All right, let's uh, get into what we learned from the movie itself. And Matt, you're going first, my friend. Uh, we learned a little bit about the race from this guy. All right, here we go. Today we inaugurate the 20th annual transcontinental road race. Today, the five bravest young men and women in this bravest of nations will risk their lives in the greatest sporting event since the days of Spartacus. Three days hence, a new American champion will be crowned for all the world to behold in awe, in respect, in fear. And welcome to the 20th annual Hunger Games. <laughs> May the odds be ever in your favor. It, very similar to that, right? Yeah, it has kind of that vibe going on. <laughs> well, maybe the Hunger Games got inspired by Death Race 2000. Maybe. I mean, there's a it's whole possible. there's a whole series. This this genre of film has a long and storied tradition. You know, competition like post-apocalyptic um <laughs> Or that, or uh, what was it called? Um, dystopian future type of competition movies or, or shows. Right. All right. Yeah. Anessa, but, right. Yeah, it's just just weird. Yeah. Yeah, we'll talk about that later. Okay, Anessa, uh, what did you learn? Um. Well, we learned about the racer known as Frankenstein. All right. Frankenstein the legend. Frankenstein the indestructible. Sole survivor of the Titanic pileup of 95. Only two-time winner of the transcontinental road race. Frankenstein ripped up, wiped out, battered, shattered, creamed and reamed. A dancer on the brink of death. Frankenstein, who lost a leg in 98, an arm in 99, with half a face and half a chest, and all the guts in the world, he's back. God only knows what he looks like under that mask. Reamed? Really? Yeah, that sounds like kind of inappropriate, the creamed and reamed thing. Yes. Like, um... <laughs> all right. <laughs> anyway, onward. Yeah. <laughs> 
All right. So uh, we learned on this clip how the game is scored. Here we go. It seems apparent that our citizens are staying off the streets, which may make scoring particularly difficult, even with this year's rule changes. To recap those revisions, women are still worth 10 points more than men in all age brackets, but teenagers now rack up 40 points, and toddlers under 12 now rate a big 70 points. The big score, anyone, any sex, over 75 years old, has been upped to 100 points. I did not understand that scoring, because you'd think that older people and children would be less because they'd be easier to hit, right? Well, not only that, but later on in the movie, he makes a comment about how the faster you are is the longer you can stay alive, something to that effect. The faster you are, the longer you can stay alive. Yeah, because the faster yeah, you, you, you get out of the way. Okay. Yeah. Okay. But what does that have to do with them being less, less points? I don't, because I, they're slower. They're easier to hit. You'd think there would be less points. Based Although, on like, the, the other thing that I was thinking, though, too, is you would think that at least the children would be protected by the parents, and so that would be more of a challenge because you don't just leave your baby out laying around. And then when you do, <laughs> on the you blow up. Um, and then the old people are usually going to be inside, like, their homes and nursing homes, so they're not going to be out on the street as much as the younger people. So to see them more outside doing stuff, um, I would, yeah, I would say because there's fewer of them out there, then they, they're worth more points. Unless the place that the older people are staying at decided to, hey, let's psych- sacrifice a whole bunch of people that are staying here. It's euthanasia day. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> so, but even then, like not, I wouldn't think that all nursing homes or hospices would do that. So, yeah, it just seemed like that one because they didn't encounter any more on the way. Yeah, that's true. Did you <laughs> did you notice that all of America looked like California? Yes. <laughs> yeah. It's funny how that works out. Yeah. As soon as they left, yeah. New, as soon as they left New York, there was mountains. What? <laughs> <laughs> so eh, details. <laughs> All right, so uh, Matt, you're up next. Uh, we learned what Frankenstein's navigator really wanted to know the whole time. All right. Those Swiss mechanics sure did a good job on you. What else did they replace? <laughs> Wait a minute, and I'll show you. Hey, oh. <laughs> <laughs> You messed her at the end going. (laughs) (laughs) Don't do that, Dave. Yeah, right? What the hell is wrong with you? Hang on. Here. Here for yourself. Oh, hang on. Okay, quiet. Hear it? (laughs) Here we go. One more time. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. And the show has reached a new low. <laughs> Awkward turtles. <laughs> now Frankenstein did not treat her very well, but but yet she loved she loved uh, getting some of that Frankenstein. 
yes, apparently he was rebuilt <laughs> rebuilt rather well. So. You know what what I find interesting about nineteen seventies movies is how they're very free to show women's breasts. They're just like here they are. There was, there was no shortage of bazangas in this movie. No, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, and now it's like, oh my god, breasts. Yeah. Well, this okay. I think their excuse, this particular movie was it was in the future. You know, in the future, it must be just acceptable to just you know throw them out there like that. Well, <laughs> throw them out yeah, there. Yeah, but the future in 1975 was 2000. Yeah, that's true. It's 2013. Where are all the boobs I could see? Yeah, this, this the internet. <laughs> yeah, that's what the internet's for. Yeah, the internet's for porn. Yeah, this was this was the year two thousand, wasn't it? I love. Yeah, it. Well, it, yeah. if the death race took place in two thousand. Yeah. Okay. Yep. All right. Duh. Hence, death race two thousand. Yeah. All right. So we learn on this <laughs> clip how the. Okay. No. Never mind. No. 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 Whoa, we learned whoa. who Annie Smith, Annie Smith, was working for. Okay. Annie Smith was. Refre- what, uh, Frankenstein's um, navigator. Okay, all right, here we go. I'm Thomasina Payne's granddaughter. So you were going to capture me and replace me with that goon back there? What for? He was going to deliver our ultimatum to Mr. President. Your life in exchange for the permanent abolition of the race. I guess we didn't really discuss this, but there was a subplot, or a major part of the plot, I guess, some terrorists that were trying to stop the game the whole time. You mean the French? The French, yes. <laughs> they kept blaming the French. Right. Well, why would I mean? French. I mean, who wouldn't blame the French? Come on. <laughs> <laughs> They're so snooty. Yeah, no. Come on. They're whining their <laughs> with cheese. their French fries. Yeah, and there's. <laughs> no, it's freedom fries. Come on, get it right. <laughs> Uh, well, if we call them freedom fries, then we can't blame the French for those. Okay, all right. <laughs> so this and was they weren't freedom fries in 1975. Yeah, by the way. Well, it was 2000. No, wait a second. This took place in 2000. It wasn't until like 2001 or 2002 that they're called freedom yeah, fries. Yeah, they started so. calling them freedom fries yeah. after 9/11. Yep. <laughs> Whatever. So, so Annie Smith was the granddaughter of this terrorist leader. Who during the entire race they were trying to sabotage? They were they were basically knocking off the contestants, these terrorists during the the entire race. Yes. My favorite one was the uh, the f- the fake uh, tunnel. No. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I just thought cartoons. Yes. Really? No, I was thinking the same. I was thinking the same thing. It's like a freaking. It's like a. Um, What's the one? It, it was like Roadrunner and Road Coyote, Runner. and yes. he would like paint the tunnel, um, <laughs> and you know, poor Coyote would just like smash into it or something, and yeah. Every time he was very yeah. susceptible to that. <laughs> <laughs> you know, there's another movie that does kind of the tunnel thing, <laughs> and unfortunately, it's not like sci-fi, and I'm not quite sure where we would find it to watch anyway. But it's called The Villain. And it was like a 1979 or 1980 flick. And just think like cartoons, but live action. And it's got uh, Kirk Douglas and um, Arnold Schwarzenegger as a cowboy. <laughs> Wait a 
minute. Wow. <laughs> he's called Handsome Stranger, and he's um, having to escort this lady named Charming. I forget exactly what her full name was supposed to be in the flick, but yeah. <laughs> anyway, back to uh, Death Race 2000. Why don't I? Why don't we know about this movie? What? Where has this I, been hiding? I don't know. I remember growing up and seeing it like on TBS or TNT or something, and watching it on like the weekends or over the summer. Like they would show it randomly, and I always got a kick out of that movie because you would have like the tunnel painted and. Of course, you know, like, the villain basically goes in, which is Kirk Douglas, and he paints, like, the tunnel, and he's like, all right, I'm going to get them now, because he's after the gold that's part of, that's also being escorted by Arnold Schwarzenegger. And, of course, Arnold and his wagon and Miss Charming, like, go through the tunnel just fine, and then Kirk Douglas tries it, and he, like, hits the wall and, like, bounces back, and, yeah, it's, yeah. <laughs> This reminds me it's of awesome. a, a movie that I used to watch. It used to be on TV all the time when I was a kid. It was a race. It was like a scavenger hunt. They were... Cannon, a, a cannonball t- Run? No, it wasn't Cannonball Run, oh. no. It was a lot cheesier than that, I think. <laughs> and it was like they had to find this thing that was hidden. And it was just a bunch of teams. I wish I, 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 wish I could remember the name of it. But that, this movie rem- kind of reminded me of it. And then when you were talking about your movie, that reminded me of it as well. So, yeah. So, but yeah, that's what I was thinking of when they had that scene. My mind went to the villain. So nice. <laughs> I got to see this movie. Okay, so uh, we're at me. Uh, we learned who Frankenstein really is. Here we go. I was brought up in a government training center to be just what I am, Frankenstein, the best driver on earth this year. I use one up. They bring in another. But I will be the last of the line. Oh, who's kidding who? I never kid. I believe that she had her breasts out in that scene as well. I hope. I I don't remember when the boobs were showing. (laughs) Always. (laughs) Always. (laughs) <laughs> I believe that was a that was a a living or not living a bedroom scene. I think she they were both on the bed at at that point. I don't know. No, I think Probably. you're right. Sounds familiar. All right, so Matt, you got the last uh, one here. Yes, we learned Frankenstein's secret. Okay, here it is. Whose side are you on anyway? I thought the only thing you cared about was winning the race. Sure. Only the winner of the race is to shake hands with Mr. President. Is that a grenade? A hand grenade. That handshake is all I've lived for for as long as I can remember. Now, wait a minute. I don't want you to die. It's my life's work. So, okay, let me get this straight. (laughs) Frankenstein was just like a clone that they would replace every so often. And yes. it was, basically every year. Okay, and it he would end up And he was always working to try to kill the Mr. President the whole time. I don't Maybe know I if that was like an ongoing thing or if that was like a recent turn of events. Okay. So, 
So was he built by a company to win the race every time? Like they were making money off it or what? I don't know. Maybe there was another organization that we weren't aware of that, okay. like you said, was trying to kill off the president. Because it was the same guy, the same president for like 20 years. Yeah, a lot of loose ends. Right. A, lot so, of, a lot of unexplained things in this film. Yeah. Thank God it's not just the NyQuil. <laughs> yeah. No, you're right. It's confusing. It's very confusing. Were you looking something up, Matt? No. Okay. I was... Looking at the villain before, and I just, I just want to see that movie so damn bad. <laughs> Arnold Schwarzenegger is the cowboy in a powder blue getup. I, th- I think it was the only Schwarzenegger movie I've never seen. So yeah, you're yeah. you're a big. Uh, he doesn't fan. he doesn't talk much in this in this flick. So when he does, huh? When he does talk, does he talk like a cowboy, or does he talk like Arnold? <laughs> like Arnold, like he could talk like any other way. Yeah, yeah. he talks like he, Arnold. <laughs> he, he was uh, in in Red Red Heat or Red Dawn. He was a Russian, just talked like Arnold. <laughs> it doesn't <laughs> even matter. Of, it's a lot like um, Sean Connery. No matter what role he plays, he sounds like Sean Connery. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So absolutely. it's the same thing with Arnold. It was funny. But like his his lines were maybe like two or three words. So they were very short. It was early on in his career, okay. I believe. Yeah, his English was not good starting off. So Isn't that isn't that crazy? If you went back in time and told somebody that, yeah, Arnold Schwarzenegger is gonna become the governor of California one day. Yeah, right. Yeah, I <laughs> like ha, ha, ha. and yeah. Good thing I didn't bet on that one. All right, let's move on. The Sci-Fi Film School is brought to you by Audible.com. For you, the Galactic Netcast listeners, Audible is offering a free audiobook download with a free 30-day trial to give you the chance to check out their awesome service. We're talking audiobooks. And to coincide with the theme of this podcast, may we suggest The Wind-Up Girl. And this is a short synopsis of The Wind-Up Girl, a novel set 300 years in the future in Thailand when there is no petroleum, all plant life is genetically modified and sold at high cost by the calorie companies. Um, Computers are powered by treadle, like old sewing machines. The world is full of tribes and companies. I'm confused by this synopsis. Anyways, but it sounds <laughs> sounds very interesting. Sounds very in the future. Things are are totally not like they are today. You know, things are different. Things are happening. Computers powered by things like old sewing machines. Yeah, <laughs> I, I love when people like uh, when books or stories are placed way in the future because they can get away with a lot being totally different. Like, you know. Like the moon is red now, and people shake hands with one fing- one finger. You know, it's like, what? Really? <laughs> you can marry you can marry your sister. What? I don't get it. Okay. Whatever. Oh, that's just Alabama. Okay. Anyways, uh, the wind up girl. That's our pick this week on Audible.com to download it for free and get your free thirty day trial. Go to audibletrial.com slash galactic netcasts. Again, that's audibletrial.com slash galactic netcasts. And we thank Audible for their support of the Sci-Fi Film School podcast. All right, you guys ready for the test? 
No. Maybe? Get your game faces on. If I say no, will that change anything? No. No, probably not. See? Okay. Um, Anessa is leading Matt by a score of one to zero since we uh, started over uh, keeping track on the last episode. And we have to, um, I have to get a coin because we have to do a coin toss. Just get an app on your phone. Yeah. On your phone. Okay. You don't have to worry about like a quarter. (laughs) It's right over there. I could just get up and get it. Jeez. All right. Sweet, precious time being wasted by dad. Okay. Hang on. (laughs) Hang on. Coin. Coin toss. Oh, my God. It's going to take so much longer for you just to download the thing. (laughs) I don't have a coin You told me to. You told me to do it. No. You got to do this stuff not during the show. (laughs) What is that you're wearing? Uh, Well, if I can get it to stay on. It's it's my Viking, fuzzy Viking hat I got for running the Warrior Dash. Oh, yeah. That's awesome. My game face. Okay, so maybe this is maybe, I'm screwed. <laughs> maybe maybe this turns the tide. You know, maybe maybe uh, this will be your good luck charm from now on. My head's just gonna get sweaty. <laughs> All right, <laughs> end up with Viking hat hair. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Oh, I can hear it. All right, so um, Anessa, what do you call? Mm-hmm. Heads. Heads. Okay, here we go. Ah, tails. All right. So, Matt, (laughs) Matt, you go first. All right. Oh, yeah. Here we go. That was fun. Let's download download an app every single episode, shall we? (laughs) Okay. Nine, Dunka. All right, here we go. Uh, Question number one. Hang on. I have to get the music ready. The music, the the question music, or answer we, music. We, God, just imagine how much time we would save if we didn't have to wait for you to do dumb crap. Do you want to be penalized? I can penalize you. <laughs> I know yeah, where you live. I'm gonna start penalties. Put you in the penalty box. All right. Ugh. All right. Here we go. God, question number one. What city was Matilda the Hun from? And this, there's no, there's no multiple choice oh. here. What city was Matilda the Hun from? New Los Angeles. I don't know. <laughs> Is that your final answer? Yeah. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> At least you got new sounds this time. <laughs> <laughs> The answer is you should okay. Do oh, I get to oh yeah, 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 yeah. I'm sorry, Wait, I forgot. I'm like, don't I get an answer? I forgot about that part. You can steal. Yes, Anessa, go ahead. Oh no, Milwaukee. <laughs> oh no, I even. Damn it! <laughs> I even heard it, and I was like, I should probably think of that one. <laughs> Hang on, that wasn't loud enough. Uh, cheering. Yeah. Raise the roof. All right, so next, Anessa gets the point. Anexta? <laughs> Anexta. <laughs> wow, that's some long applause. That, that's the longest <laughs> applause ever. 
calm down, guys. It's just the first question. <laughs> I can take always when, lose. Take it when you can get it. I can't imagine you get it a whole lot. <laughs> All right, Vanessa, you, you ready for this? Thanks, All right, Matt. your question. Here we go. What is the U.S. called in this movie? And this is multiple choice. What is the U.S. Ooh, called? I know it before I think. Dad, give her the trophy. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want like to the United Provinces of America? Are you sure? Yes. Hang on. I'm, I need to. But. <laughs> oh, <no. clears throat> okay, hang on. I have to let this play out. <laughs> I just had a heart attack. Yes, congratulations, Anessa. It was United Provinces of America. The other choices that you would have had were United Territories of America or Federated States of North America. So another one goes to Anessa. Congratulations. Not so bad as you thought you were going to be. Shut up. Still starting out, though. <clears throat> How many questions are there? There are seven questions this week. All right. All right. You ready, Matt? No. Well, <laughs> too bad because... <laughs> I mean, I'll answer whatever you give me, but I'm not ready for it. Okay. Well, let's find out here. All right. Number three. Number three. Before starting the second leg of the race, Frankenstein dropped what on the track? Before starting the second leg of the race, Frankenstein dropped what on the track? Uh, crap. I don't know. A banana peel. Are you serious? Come on, I have no idea. Come on, come on, think about it. Think about the movie. Think the about only thing I could, the only thing I could think about being dropped on the track is at the end when uh, Sylvester Stallone sprays oil everywhere. All Mind right. you, I was doing homework during this thing. Well, do you want to win or do you want to get an education and get a good job someday? Do I really need to answer that? I want I want Anessa to feel better about herself for being terrible at trivia. Matt's just that good of a guy. All right. So <laughs> I stick with banana peel. Your final answer? Yes. Just... Uh... All right, Anessa, your chance to steal. Glove. Glove, final answer? Yep. All right, let's find out here. Yes. You dropped a glove. And what was the circumstances behind that again? I forget. Um, he dropped the glove and then he like rode around the track to like kill somebody or oh, something. Oh, that's right. And, yeah. Like, picked up the glove and kept on. So was somebody involved? Because in... like everyone was, was going straight and he like took a left turn and went all the way around and they're like, where's he going? And then he like runs over somebody and then he's like, I forgot my glove. It was a race so. official too, right? It was that. I think so. I think it was that announcer. No, not that announcer. No, it wasn't the announcer. But it was a race official, I believe. I think it's one of the judges or something. I'm not okay. really sure. All right. Yes. Yes. I think it was a, ju a judge. Because I remember him hitting the race official, and then they're like, holy crap, he's going to kill us all. <laughs> all right. So, Anessa, back to you. Right? Yeah. Okay. Unfortunately. 
So, I need to get a soundboard or something. Make a soundboard for this. Be a lot easier. All right. So, Anessa, your question is... This is multiple choice, although you may not need it, because you're good. <laughs> Which driver was tricked by the resistance and drove over the cliff? Was it A, Calamity Jane Kelly, B, Ray Nero the Hero Lonigan, or C, Matilda the Hun? Which driver was tricked by the resistance to drive over the cliff? Matilda the Hun? Matilda the Hun. Let's take a look to see if you got that right or not. I'm looking. I'm looking. I'm looking. We, uh... And then we'll throw this in, too. Wow, 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 wow. Just rub it in, I guess. Congratulations. Yes, it was Matilda the Hun. Way to go. Woo. Okay, uh, I was trying to think of the order that they died. Didn't Calamity Jane drive off a cliff, though, too, at the end? She didn't die that way. She ended up in the desert, and then she did like a 17-point turn and hit a mine. Yeah, she hit a mine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Hit the mine. Yeah. And then Ray Nero the Hero <laughs> bought it pretty early. Yeah. yeah, he drove over the baby that was the mine. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> See, you remember some of this movie, Matt? <laughs> no, I do. I do. Just not the right parts. <laughs> All right, so you pretty much lost, but let's continue the game anyways. <laughs> Aww. Winner, winner takes all right now. Let's do this. <laughs> you guys want to race? We could uh, get, your, get your cars and uh, do, do our own little death race. That's a very tasteless joke, Dave. Can't even believe you'd say something like that. All right. So question five. Who did Mr. President say was responsible for the incidents of sabotage during the race? <laughs> the French! Hey, you got one right. Hang on. Yes! We got to go all out here and uh, uh, stop that. We'll do this here. Wow, 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 wow. <laughs> We'll go, uh... Yes, yes, yes. Uh, let's see. Cheering. Where's cheering? Cheering. <laughs> Hang on. Um, applause. <laughs> applause wave. Um, answer... I really think I'm entitled to an answer to that question. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> or this here? Here we go. What the hell? Dave's having too much fun with this. <laughs> yes, I am. <laughs> Take away his toys. All right, so one down for Matt. One yep. for Matt. All right. <laughs> and finally. Oh, no, we have two more left. All right. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Anessa, here we go. Oh, where's the music? Hang on. Answer music. All right. Here, here we go. All right. Okay. So what did Calamity Jane Kelly have on her helmet? 
This is multiple choice. Oh, I don't know. What did Calamity Jane Kelly have in her helmet? Was it A, a gold star, B, a red rose, or C, the number three? Gold star, red rose, number three. That's a really good question because I don't remember that. Oh. I apparently didn't pay attention to her helmet. I would go with a red rose. Damn it. I knew that, too. Good guess. You got it. <laughs> what was your thinking behind that? What, what was your reasoning? Well... I don't really know, because I was thinking, well, Calamity Jane, I didn't really see her being a gold star kind of girl, and I don't think they would have put a number three, because I don't remember any of the other people having numbers on their helmets. I nope. could be wrong. And One so had a I big old swastika it. on her helmet. Oh, yeah. Matilda the Hun from Milwaukee. Yeah. Yeah, right? With all <laughs> the Nazis there in the crowd. Um, so I just figured Red Rose would be a good guess. Wow. That's pretty good reasoning. Congratulations. <laughs> All right. You're, final, you're a formidable foe. Final question. <laughs> All right. You ready, Matt? Yeah. Let's get it over with. I know with. you're not really ready, but here we go anyways. <laughs> All right. Uh, so which of Frankenstein's hands was fake with the hand grenade? Which of Frankenstein's hands was fake with the hand grenade? I thought it was funny, too, because it was a hand... That was a hand grenade. Oh, God. When I heard that, I I don't know. I did the whole face palm thing. I'm like, really? Did they just do that? <laughs> it's like, is that a grenade? It's a hand grenade. Really? <laughs> is this one multiple choice? No, it's not. But there's only two answers. <laughs> you have that, was, that was the joke right? behind it. Oh, okay. All right. Got <laughs> it. It's, uh, it's, it's his right hand. Well, let's find out, shall we? Uh, was his right hand the fake one? Um, yes. Hang on. That's oh, the wrong oh, thing. Wait for it. Hang on. I really think I'm entitled to an answer to that question. Oh, you already answered it, didn't you? Okay. Yes. Wow, wow, Yes. All right, Matt. Congratulations for getting that right. But unfortunately, Anessa is the winner of this game. So congratulations, Anessa. You won the game for the week. I'm surprised. Yeah, I know. You had your doubts going into this. But um, no, you came out. Uh, let's, let's hear it for Anessa. Yeah. All right. Matt's going to be like, I give up. You know, that whole eight-month break was probably a good idea. (laughs) (laughs) So that's it. That's the uh, that's the test. Way to go, guys! Stupid test. Let's put another one in uh, Anessa's column there. All right, two to zero. She's leading. So I I I think next time, Matt, you should not study while you're watching the movie. Well, I only have like. Two and a half weeks left for the semester. So okay. So after that, he can start kicking butt. Yeah. Uh, start digging in on the podcast. Maybe. Then I got to do like yard work and stuff. 
I'm just kidding, Dave. I'll devote all of my free time to your podcast. <laughs> you sound so <laughs> sincere, Matt. <laughs> I am. I am. All right. So uh, go to galacticnetcasts.com and click on the picks page to purchase a copy of Death Race 2000 because I know you want to, uh, which is a great way to help out and support not only the Sci-Fi Film School podcast, but the other shows on the Galactic Netcast Network. Also on the website, click on the social uh, social for the links to our Facebook, Twitter, and Google Plus accounts. Again, that's galacticnetcasts.com. And subscribe, too, while you're on the site. Uh, you can search for us in all your various places that you get podcasts, including iTunes and um, Stitcher. We're on Stitcher. Uh, Stitcher is a great supporter of the network. And... Uh, Anessa is typing something, and I have to wait until she is done typing for me to talk. Okay. In two weeks, we'll be watching and discussing absolutely nothing. We did not discuss. We did not decide. <laughs> no pick there. We did not decide what we're, what the next move. We need to do this now because if people are listening, they want to watch, you know, play along. They got to know what we're going to watch, right? Yes. Exactly. So let's do this right now. I'm going to Netflix. Although everything I ever want to watch on Netflix isn't available. We could watch Return of the Ape Man. Let's see here. Really? Search is currently unavailable? The Hunger Games. Terminator 2. Odds be ever. (gasps) Dave Terminator 2. I think we should, because this this would be Matt's pick, right? That would be. So let's, yeah, let's do. Next week, we're watching Terminator 2, Judgment Day. For the uh, next, well, not next week, but in two weeks, we'll be watching that for the uh, Sci-Fi Film School. So if you're playing along at home, it's on Netflix. Watch it and then join us for the next Sci-Fi Film School podcast. Holy crap. Commandos on instant, too? Sorry. (laughs) Matt is a little bit sidetracked at the moment. Uh, You're a huge Arnold fan, aren't you? Schwarzenegger fan. Yeah, I just really like bad 80s action movies. I actually have Terminator 2 on Laserdisc in a frame in my basement. Wow. So nice. this, may be bring the, it out. this may be the first test that he wins. No, don't say that because now you've already lost. Yeah, because lost. remember, like, UHF. That's right. Yep. I totally forgot about that. <laughs> Freaking blueberry that was daiquiri. His movie and the strawberry daiquiri questions. <laughs> blueberry daiquiri killed me. Blueberry, yeah. I think you said strawberry and it was blueberries yep. or something. That's yep. funny. That's never really forget. Yeah. And never that just totally that threw him off his game. Thanks, guys. Sorry. All right, that's going to do it. Uh, any final thoughts, guys? I know that we don't usually do final thoughts on this podcast, but uh, what the hell? Why not? Ladies first. I love you guys. Oh, love you too, Anessa. Um, how much wood could a woodchuck chuck if a woodchuck could chuck wood? Ten pieces of wood. Yes. Sounds good. I hope I broke a brain or two. All right. We'll talk to you guys next time for Terminator 2. Sweet. Bye, guys. See you later. Leave your hailing frequencies open and scanners on full because another Galactic Netcast will be approaching your coordinates soon. 
For more information, go to galacticnetcasts.com.